welcome to the Sexy Freedom Media Podcast. A place to discuss pain, passion, and pursuits. I want to feel alive. Breathe. Make some moves. Protect the throne. This is Sexy Freedom Media Podcast. What's up, everybody? It's Helen Edwards with Sexy Freedom Media Podcast. And today my guest is Robsters, Wyoming native, outdoorsman, former oil... Field worker. <laughs> field worker and crawfish wrangler. Welcome. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so this is pretty exciting because right now this podcast is being recorded all the way in Casper, Wyoming. During my travels, I decided to come to Casper, Wyoming to see one of my friends, uh, M, a.k.a. Michelle, or Michelle, a.k.a. M. <laughs> and we ended up having such an amazing time. And during one of our nights out, I met Robster. And turns out our meeting was aligned. We ended up just kind of throwing around the idea that we had, you know, I'm traveling. He's got nothing to do. And we just decided to go on this road trip adventure adventure and see more of Wyoming. So I was only supposed to be here for two days. It turns out I'm here for what it's been week and a half. Yeah. <laughs> a long time, a long time. And then the day I was going to leave a snowstorm blew in randomly. So then I got stuck here for a few more days <laughs> and today it's safe to travel. So I'll be leaving here shortly, but I really wanted to get Robster on the podcast because he's such an inter interesting person and I just wanted to share his life and inspirations with the world because what I feel that most people try to have in their life where I come from or my surroundings, everybody's talking about wanting to be close to nature, wanting to, you know, connect with themselves inside, wanting to um, I, I don't know. I, I know a few hunters also in Arizona and I swear to you guys, Robster's not like anybody I've ever met. He's straight country. <laughs> <laughs> I think more country than any country person I ever met. And yeah, Is so that a good thing? it's a great thing because <laughs> you're so cool. You're so humble. And I think also you're, you're just coming out of like a really crazy place in your life. And to be the person that gets to kind of meet you when you're kind of just on your way up and you're shining for yourself has been pretty incredible too. Well, I appreciate that. It's been, uh, it's been really awesome for me too. Um, yeah, you couldn't ask for more of amazing, uh, adventure slash trip. And I'm just glad I was invited to be part of it. <laughs> yeah. So one of the coolest things we did, I felt is we went to see the Tetons Tetons. <laughs> the Teton Mountains in, where was it at? Uh, Teton National Park. Where North, is that at? Northwest Wyoming over towards Jackson Hole. Right. So everybody was saying on Facebook, don't leave without seeing the Tetons and Jackson Hole, I believe. Yep. And I kind of was telling you about that and you were like, we got to go see it. And that's how we kind of just jumped in the car and went. Yep. And uh, of course, you were like, oh, what kind of wildlife are we going to see? And I was like, well, don't be surprised. You're not going to see any bears. You'll definitely see buffalo, you know, maybe some elk, a lot of antelope. And sure enough, the first not even three miles into the park, we got a grizzly bear and our cubs. I know. And I got out of the car. Yeah. And I got in trouble. 
<laughs> so she turned straight up tourist on us and uh, <laughs> nobody else is getting out of their vehicle, but here comes Hellcat Helen. <laughs> She's going to put the sneak on Mama Bear and her cubs. I wasn't thinking. <laughs> <laughs> after after a brief lecture, we got it squared away. Like we, we will not leave the vehicle until literally 10 miles down the road, there's a herd of buffalo and all these tourists are out there taking pictures. <laughs> And Helen's telling me, I'm getting out. I'm getting out. I'm like, no, you're not. <laughs> well, those guys are. <laughs> yeah, but buffalo are really dangerous. Very. So so is a mom, mama grizzly bear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess that too. We saw some really cool animals. One of the things that I always see is signs saying, watch for wildlife when you're driving. And this time, I swear, it's like every sign we saw a little bit after that, we'd see the wildlife going. Yep. Yeah, it was uh, it was definitely pretty active in Teton National Park mm-hmm. the day we went through there, which I I can only count like one bear my whole life I've ever seen, and I've lived here for thirty five years. So and we seen four, and we ended up seeing four by the time the trip was over, and almost a black bear. Almost, but I wouldn't let you get out of the car. <laughs> <laughs> we also saw the Old Faithful in Yellowstone. That was really cool. Jenny Lake. Jenny Lake, yeah, and then we. Drove back here to Casper, right? Yep. And then we ended up going up to the Black Hills. So yep. it was like the opposite way. Yep. Mm-hmm. So we went from the, the whole northwest part of the state, came back here, switched our stuff out, <laughs> and went to the, the far east end of the state in the South Dakota. Now that was fun. So it was like this one part of it was super nature and, you know, felt like these awesome hikists, hikists, hikers. <laughs> and and then we come back and then we go to the other part and we got so rowdy in Deadwood. So I've always wanted to go to Stur- uh, Sturgis, South Dakota, because the bikers and everything. But you kept saying, no, we're going to Deadwood and then we'll go to Sturgis. And I just kept thinking, okay, I've never heard of this place, Deadwood. Okay, I'll just go because you want to go. And then we <laughs> we went and it was so much fun. Well, we couldn't get a hotel. The whole state was booked. <laughs> the whole state was booked, and the, bu- the rooms were like $300 a night. So we ended up just saying, okay, this is what we'll do. We're just going to go have like a few drinks at the bar, walk around a little bit, do check little out gambling. the little tent. Yeah, little little casino. And then we'll like drive down to a camp spot. But what happened was... <laughs> <laughs> Someone turned the music on. <laughs> I mean, we went to this bar, and it was popping. I mean... Pretty much we tore up the whole night. Yeah. Danced with everybody. Everybody was buying us drinks. It was like COVID never existed. Yep, exactly. It was uh it was uh COVID free. Yeah, it was sure. COVID free, every no masks, uh, and it felt like old times in new times. <laughs> and then so we ended up actually kind of sleeping both in the parking lot and in a forest, which was really cool. The forest was really beautiful. Then we got up and we went to Sturgis, had breakfast. Sturgis was really pretty there. And then we went to Devil's Tower. Yes. Right? Okay. So we kind of did an eight, like a circle eight. Before we did all that, when we first got to South Dakota, we went to Mount Rushmore. Oh, yeah. We went to Crazy Mount Rushmore. Oh, my God. I forgot. We did so much. And then we watched the sunset on Pactola, Lake Pactola. Lake Pactola, which was beautiful. Oh, my God. So, yeah, we did a lot. Somewhere in between there, we moseyed in a deadwood. (laughs) (laughs) We did a lot. And the cool thing was we really didn't have a time limit. So we kind of just took our time and 
you are a lot of great company. I'm not gonna lie. Cause so the whole time Robster was talking about like oil rigs and this is something I never thought I'd ever have conversations about (laughs) ever. And every single oil rig, he like saw something and would say something about it. Like you knew every single spot. And that was really cool. It was just because a lot of driving and like looking at it and it was like bringing back, oh, that used to be my job. Now yeah. I'm out here having fun. So it was, it was kind of awkward. <laughs> Which, okay, let's talk about that for a second. Okay. okay. So when I met you, you were in this different place, like you were just coming out of this place. What were you, do you want to share? All right. Well, uh, when we met, uh, I was coming off of a divorce of 10 years. I was with the same girl for 15. Um, COVID came about a month into it. I lost my job of 15 years and it's been pretty hectic uh, around here. This is an oil field driven community and there's a lot of people that lost their jobs and there's a lot of unknowns out there. So it's just been real uneasy for a lot of people. And uh, this was like my first chance to like really break free from like the stress and just like the unknown and worrying about what's going to happen tomorrow you know, for the first time in like about four months. So it was really a great experience. I was really happy to be invited. And uh, I look forward to doing another one, doing something else again. But I definitely needed it at the time it came, for sure. Yeah. And I think one of the things we were talking about is how when we hit like rock bottom and then we realized, because you were hit like what, with the divorce and you were also hit with your job loss and the COVID. So those are like three things because I mean, if you had a job loss, it's kind of like, okay, let me try to go get another one. But when the economy is going down, nobody's got jobs and then you're stuck home too. So you really can't even go out. Yeah. And you're now the single man, young single man, you got no kids (laughs) and no, I mean, you got a few animals, but, (laughs) (laughs) but it can get lonely. And I've heard a lot of people say that they got lonely during this time. And I've really, only heard about it. I haven't really come in contact with people that have been through that just because my life never stopped (laughs) because I'm kind of rebellious like that. But, um, seeing you kind of just, you know, from what you told me and just, just going through that. I mean, what, like a few months ago? Yeah. It's been since, well, it's been like the whole year since it all started. Okay. So now you're just kind of on your way up and you're going to make these Big different changes. I hope so. Yeah. You're getting out of your comfort zone. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. The sleeping in the parking lot Deadwood got me out of my comfort zone. <laughs> <laughs> you did a lot of things out of your comfort zone, yeah. I feel like. Yeah, I did. Uh, someone even dared me to go swimming in Jenny Lake and it was like 50 degrees, <laughs> which I did. At first he didn't want to, but no. then he did. You surprised me. I talked myself into it. Yeah, you did. And the pictures came out great. Yes, they did. Mm-hmm. And okay, so you're also crawfish wrangler. <laughs> yes. So in the summertime, I uh, trap crawfish, wild ones, from like reservoirs all over the state. I'm permitted with the Wyoming Game and Fish, and then I sell them for human consumption. And sometimes you end up getting in some really crazy crawfish boil parties where alcohol's involved. <laughs> Lots of people. It's a good time. Um, a lot of people are like, "Oh, there's no crawfish up there in Wyoming." Yeah, there is. Yeah. If you run into me, you know. <laughs> and crawfish is seasonal, right? Yeah, it's only in the summertime. Okay. So it's it was good like to do a couple trips. I, I didn't take it as hard as I normally do in the summertime, but uh, like once a week I'd go out in the middle of nowhere, 
sometimes a buddy would come, sometimes I'd just go by myself and we'd just set traps and stay, stay out all night, pull them back in, sell them before you get home. Dang. And they can see some of your crawfish videos on yeah, TikTok. <laughs> Preferably TikTok. I like TikTok. I'm a TikToker. <laughs> a TikToker. All right. And okay, so I want to bring it back to the oil rigs because I think that was really interesting how much you talked about it. Like you're so passionate about it. And explain to what are the diamonds? So <clears throat> my past job was I was a drill bit salesman on the oil rig and uh, we'd go out to the rigs and you would deal with the company man and then they would screw your drill bit on. That's what starts the whole hole. That's at the bottom of the hole assembly. It's called the BHA, bottom hole assembly. And uh, drill bit salesmen, are, they're a different breed. Um, they're not as dirty as the roughnecks. They don't get all wild and stuff. <laughs> and you go in there and you wine and dine and smooge everybody with steaks and stuff, keychains and I just so happen to have a handful of PDC diamond, which is like a, it's the diamond part of the drill bit. And I gave you a couple of them. And aren't they like the hardest stone yeah, ever? Diamond's the hardest material there is. That's what it takes to cut, you know, cut up the earth. So these aren't like raw diamonds. These are like industrial, like made in a lab diamonds out of. Made to cut up the earth. Yep. Hmm. Different formations and stuff. It's set up to cut it. And then obviously like your drilling mud and stuff, when they pump down the hole, that helps lubricate everything and keeps it to where it's like still cutting, not just breaking everything off. Okay. All right. Now that's boring. Just kidding. It is kind of boring. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> like really? Drill bits? We're going to talk about drill bits? <laughs> no, but I think your life's really interesting because you got that and then you, um, you're the hunter. You're a hunter. Yeah. Some guys. <laughs> no, you're like a real hunter. Like, oh my God. I mean, no offense towards any other hunters. You're probably real hunters also, but... You've got like hunter stuff everywhere, like everywhere. Like hunter I walked stuff. in and I'm like, oh crap, there's hunter stuff everywhere, <laughs> like heads. <laughs> and uh, now, and you got a lot of guns. <laughs> just a few, just a few. Yeah, and you got a, you got some dogs, outdoor dogs. You got a, a steer. cow steer. Is that a, is that the cow? Yep. Okay, you got the steer. Named sirloin. <laughs> <laughs> the cow's name is sirloin. The steer's name is sirloin. <laughs> Why didn't why didn't you want to call it a cow? Because he's a boy. So cows aren't named. Wait, what? Yeah, cattle. <laughs> cattle are what you're considering cows, and then you got your cow, your steer, and your bull. He has no nuts. <gasps> he's um, a steer. That's so sad. Yeah. All right, let's not talk about <laughs> no nuts steer. <laughs> okay. One of the things I thought was really interesting that you did that you didn't even mention through the whole time until yesterday was how you volunteer for veterans and take them hunting. Yeah. Every year we do uh, it's called hunt with heroes and um, a buddy of mine's family has a large ranch and they volunteer tags and disabled veterans can jump in on the tags they get. They pick them from all over the United States and they come up here and depending on what it is, this weekend it's going to be antelope. Um, we've done deer. We've done elk. Uh, most of the time I prefer just the antelope, but we'll take out disabled veterans, um, share experiences with them. They share experiences with us. They'll harvest an animal. We'll, process, like, we'll take care of all their – I mean everything. Everything's taken care of from the time we pick them up to the time we take them back home. 
and we meet a lot. I mean, I have I've met some people that they still keep in contact. I've been doing it for about six years now, and that's what I'm getting ready to do for this weekend. But other than that, I mean, my hunt season, I didn't draw very good tags, so it's going to be real slow. How many tags did you draw? I think I got to do three. Jeez, that's a lot. That's more than a lot of people. Yeah, I drew a really good antelope tag, and it's in the south part of the state. And then a cow elk tag and a doe deer tag. I didn't I didn't draw a buck this year. So. And then when does hunting season start? Um, the majority of the state will open up um, the 15th of September for rifle. And right now, archery is currently going on. And then uh, October 15th for elk and deer will open up around October 15th to the 20th. Do a lot of people, especially out... Out of towners come up to Wyoming to hunt. Oh yeah, is this where yeah comes and hunts yeah? And it almost seems like now the more um, availability for tags, it's almost easier to draw a tag if you're an out of stater. From my out, from my outlook on it, um, I've gone. I think the last bull tag, bull elk tag I drew is in 2014, and but currently this year I'm gonna dedicate my hunting season to my dad. He uh, he drew a uh, bull elk tag, and it's like the first time in 30 years, and he's lived here forever. Oh my God! No way. Yep. So I'm gonna go with him. Yeah. Yep. And it's gonna be up by Jackson. No way. So your dad gets to get an animal, but not you. You just get to go. Yeah. I'll just go. He'll he gets a bull tag. He's but got... you can help him hunt for it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You can hunt and do. I mean, do everything but shoot it for him. Right. Know, so. So, is it just the same kind of fun when you're with somebody who got drawn for something you didn't? It is with my dad. It is because he's real special. You know, mm. <laughs> like it'll yeah. be like he was always there. Um, when I killed my first bull when I was 12, he like sat on the sidelines and then I, I probably drew like five or six bull tags since and he never drawn For anybody one. who doesn't know what a bull is, what is that? It's a bull elk. It's an elk. Okay. Yeah. It's Ezekiel. Yeah, Ezekiel on the wall. <laughs> Ezekiel on the wall. <laughs> oh man. Okay. So what's next for you? Um, I don't know. Winter's coming on strong, obviously. <laughs> oh my God. Let's talk about that real quick. Okay. So it snowed. Was it two days ago? Yes. It snowed. I wasn't prepared for the snow. I've been dodging the snow for about 16 years. I've only been in the snow maybe twice, once in Flagstaff, to actually go and hang out. But the snow was like melting, so it was like what it looks like right now. Like a skiff. Yeah. And then the second time I went to a wedding in Montana, but it was like a fly-in, go to the wedding, or like stay indoors, right? Well, when it snowed here, it snowed like... A lot. It like came down. You, you took me out driving and it was like sitting in the vehicle while the snow was snowing. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was coming down. It was coming down. It was, I swear, I don't even know how you saw the road because all I saw was Star Wars. Star Wars. <laughs> like, <laughs> I even, even the Star Wars song was in my head during the time. I'm just like, <laughs> and it was making me so dizzy because I was like, I, this is so weird. I even got a video of it, and I'll post it up later, but that was cool. That was scary. I, I made a decision at that moment that I'll never drive in snow. <laughs> you, anybody else can drive. And then um, and then the what you did, what was it, yesterday, right? We went out driving? Yep. Okay. And you were, like, teaching me what to watch out for with a slippery snake. <laughs> <laughs> slippery snake. <laughs> No, I meant with the uh, slippery... Um, the spots on the road. Yeah. Where the bridges are. Right. Being mindful. Because I've never... I don't know how to drive in that. Like, and I think that's one of the things I've learned during this traveling is 
there's a lot of things I've been doing that I shouldn't be doing. There's a lot of things I'm learning, like, to watch out for. I mean, I, I jumped in just like, ah, oh, fuck it. I'm going to go wherever I want to go. I'm going to do whatever I want to do. There's no plans, no attachments, whatever. Kind of like totally free spirit. But, yeah, there's there's a lot of dangerous shit out there. <laughs> like grizzly bears. Mama grizzly bears. <laughs> buffalo. And buffalo. And cold. Like if I had gotten, if I had hadn't met you and I'd gotten stuck, you know, on the road thinking I was going to be okay. I mean, I could have just slid off the street or something. Yeah. And I mean, there's so many things to be careful for that I'm learning now. Like don't put your windshield um, wipers on or yeah, something. Yeah, don't hit your... Uh... The wash. Yeah, the wind, the windshield wash while you're driving. It's yeah. below freezing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it, it was like, what, 30 degrees? Yep. Yeah. And then you always got to factor in, like, just the fact that you're going, you know, at whatever speed, and it's 30 degrees, that's how much colder is that on that windshield. Mm-hmm. And, like, you'll hit that button, and whoop, done. Yeah. Especially that vehicle from Arizona. I know. I know. So, But it was exciting, because we went sledding, so we made... Lemonade out of lemons yep. and had a blast. That was like so much fun. And I'm doing a lot of things that I normally wouldn't do either. Like just, I mean, I don't, I don't know, just a list of things. I'm just like, I feel the fear and I'm like, fuck it, I'm going to do it anyways, you know? Like right now is the time to shine. I mean, when is it not really? <laughs> Besides with mama bears, which I'm not going to ever do again. I'm just yeah, like, that, you wouldn't have shined very well. No. I was like debating, do I just drive off or like... Oh my God. <laughs> I just leave her there. Because <laughs> they find out I'm from Wyoming and I'm never going to hear the end of it. <laughs> right. Girl eaten by bear, Wyoming guy. <laughs> <laughs> I get laughed out of this town. Yeah, I bet. Because you know better. I, yeah. No. We know better. <laughs> oh my God. It was so much fun and I appreciate you so much for showing me around and uh, dinners and breakfasts and just being such an amazing friend now. <laughs> and, uh, for when M came over also and just dinner for us, and when we went out and did our full moon ceremony, which was freaking awesome. It was amazing. Um, God, there's so many great things that happen hiking with M in the, the mountains, Casper mountains, right? Yep. I forgot the name of the hike. It was bridge something. Rattle trail, probably. No, it started with a B. I could be wrong. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Bridge? Bridal? Bridal. There we go. Bridal shower. Bridal trail? Bridal trail. <laughs> That's, Bridal that shower. was my next guess. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, that was such an amazing hike. I think that's a, like a three-mile hike. Yeah. But it's like straight up. Yep. Yeah, so did that with M, and, um, and then we made... Uh, sage, um, no, ah, shoot, no, I already, smudge feathers. I've always wanted to make smudge feathers, which is crazy. We made it all out of real everything. Real leather, real turkey feathers, real hawk feathers, real bones. Whatever we could find laying around. Real everything. So, it's legit, and we did a great job. You'll have to post some of those. I'm going to do it right now after this. (laughs) So, I'm going to end this, but I just wanted to say thank you so much. And I'll never forget you. <laughs> we'll keep in touch. And um, I'm excited to see where your life goes a year from now. I've said that a few times. Yeah. And it's just because you're you're like in the thick of things, but you're like coming out of it. And you have such an amazing soul. Like people call you the white buffalo. Okay, this is true. Everywhere we went, 
there was like a sign and even a person that called you white buffalo and they didn't even have to. They didn't even know me. They didn't even know you. It's, it's a sign. And we've been seeing it everywhere, which is crazy. And, um, and I really feel like you are. Like you, you're one of a kind. I think so. Well, I think you are definitely one of a kind. <laughs> and uh, I couldn't ask for a better road trip partner or person to spend my uh, mini vacation with. For sure. I had a great time. And I was really excited. And I'm really sad to see it end. <laughs> but I look forward to the next time. Yeah. Because I feel like there has to be a next time. Of course. <laughs> All right, everybody. So that concludes this podcast. Find uh, the... Sh find... <laughs> we have so many names for you. I'm about to call you all the wrong ones. I'm all cry daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. Bobbert. <laughs> That's what I was originally going to say. All right. Uh, you can follow him on the show notes on his TikTok. Follow me, Sexy Freedom Media, on Instagram and Facebook. Hell of a journey on, on Instagram. And if you have any questions, uh, send them to sexyfreedomnow at gmail.com. Go to the website, order the book. <laughs> All Everything's in the show notes. Thanks, guys, for listening, and uh, thank you for coming on. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. All right. Bye. Bye. Want to hear more? Bye. Visit us at sexyfreedommedia.com.